Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach Samantha Shatek teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hi there, you sweet bean. How are you, my friend? I just want to know, how is your 2024 going so far? Have you started to do the things that you said you were going to do? And if not, how come? Or maybe you're a person that doesn't really pay attention to New Year's resolutions. And that's cool too. But today's topic, I couldn't help but talk about the three really good things for you, I think, to practice in 2024. And I know I will be practicing these. So I've really been feeling into what the collective energy is doing and what 2024 will be asking of us us for this year. It's going to be an amazing year of breakthrough and more ease for more of you. I know last year, for most of you was really difficult. Maybe some people had really good years, but this year is going to be different. It's going to have a different flavor for the collective in general. It's not to say that we're not still going to have ups and downs per usual, but there's a lot of good energy and breakthroughs coming this year. And I just wanted to talk about it on here with you. So with each new year we celebrate in the Gregorian calendar as we do, it also often comes with a collective wanting to consciously reset or reboot. And many of us start to take inventory of what is working and what is not and where you're going. And like I said, I know some of you reject making New Year's resolutions altogether. You're over it. You're done with it for whatever reason, including just being too old and tired to make resolutions or feeling like you don't stick with them and nothing ever changes. Or or maybe it's the knowing that time is really an illusion and that it's a man-made construct. It's just made up and time is eternal. So some people don't bother. And then other people say that they're always taking inventory and taking stock of their life and focusing on their goals at other times during the year and not necessarily focusing on this new year. And yet, I know collectively right now as this new year of 2024 has begun, many of you still are really hopeful and re-inspired to either change, to grow, to heal, maybe it's to surrender, whatever it is, there is a collective energy that's undeniable about this new year because everybody's thoughts and consciousness are under one big reboot or reset for the most part. Now, you may have made one really solid goal for yourself or maybe you've made several goals this year. And if you have, that's amazing and you should keep those goals. But if you are the person who is interested in not only your own evolution, growth, and healing, like I am, but also in collective evolution, in addition to your own goals, of course, I really want to encourage you to consider these three 
themes or things in this coming year that you could do and that you can practice and be aware of in 2024. I'm going to give you a little background first, though, before I go into it, just to set the stage. So some of you may know, but most of you might not realize that we have been as this earth plane and humanity as we know it, we are currently entering a new earth and new energies. And many of us will have the opportunity this year, if we haven't already, to transition from the typical 3D earthbound experience to a new 5D experience. I know that some of you listening might be like, what the hell are you talking about? And that's okay. I don't want to have you get your undies in a bunch just yet or get too overwhelmed by this wording or what you might think is a woo-woo idea. What it most simply means is that we will have, as humans, more opportunities through our life experiences to be shown what we need to be shown, and we will have the ability to be more aware than ever before of our patterns and our behaviors, and we are going to have more opportunity to change the things that we think, that we believe, that we feel. We're going to have a chance to change some of our behavior and programming that is limited, old, and outdated if we want to. And that's the key phrase is if we want to. So what this will mean is that we will all have a chance to embody more of the fullest essence of our higher self that is literally, when I think about it, when I feel into it, I see that our higher selves are starting to literally descend and come down into our physical body more than ever before and reside more into our physical bodies. There's more alignment. There's an embodiment here where we will be able to hold more of that energy that consists of higher frequencies of our higher self. However, if we are to hold this higher frequency and have capacity, we have to know how to somatically feel our sensations and emotions and let go of the lower frequencies that are residing within us first. And we have to build that capacity of our human 3D body to be able to feel, hold, and manage those higher frequencies that are of source, higher self, God, however you want to phrase that. Those Feelings include joy and peace and a love and appreciation and compassion. But the key here is not to just be able to feel it momentarily, but to sustain these big, expansive feelings and vibrations without the reflexive contracting that we sometimes do or self-sabotaging that we do that is in accordance with our old programming. A lot of times when we start to feel good because it's not comfortable or normal and what's normal to us is feeling bad or contracted or stressful, we'll often self-sabotage ourselves in order to contract again or go back to what our baseline emotion 
in programming is. Let me give you an example. Um, let's say you're a singer and you're going to go on stage and every time before you go on stage, you get sick because you're not used to shining or being seen. But you want to be seen, but you're in your unconscious, that's just not comfortable. Or every time you talk to your spouse, you start a fight because that's what you're used to. Or, you know, I mean, we can do it through creating fights. We create illnesses. Sometimes we create accidents. We have a set baseline or an emotional home where we tend to live. And in order to reprogram it, it's really uncomfortable, but we can do it. And if we are to become, I think, a more evolved, fuller expression and experience of ourselves and live into that fully, we have to adjust what I call our upper limits to be able to hold and tolerate those good and juicy and big expansive feelings for the sustained period. Things that I mentioned already like joy and peace and love and gratitude and compassion. You know, we have been for the most part holding on individually and also collectively more so to the hurts and the traumas and the stress and to our shame and to the suffering for a long ass time. And as humans, let's be honest, we generally do this pretty well. I think as humans generally, not all of us, have a much harder time actually feeling joy and letting joy in and keeping joy around or keeping feelings of appreciation around and allowing it in and establishing that as our emotional home or home-based frequency that we live in. I think we're far more used to contraction and stress and suffering. And so that is just a little bit of background about when I have done meditations and received information, it feels like that's where we're headed is into this 5D energy where we can literally, we'll still be living on the physical plane, but we can have new experiences and our life can change on a dime And we can literally be living in another dimension on earth and in another timeline, which means we'll have different experiences. And we are in charge of that. And so number one, the first thing that we can all do is to make more of a conscious effort to connect to earth and nature as our resource. We literally experience more bliss and peace when we are connecting the soles of our feet and our hands to the earth. So this looks like could be look it could look like walking on grass or sand on the beach. It could look like touching a tree or plants. It could look like gardening and touching the soil. It can look like a lot of different things. The reason that we in part experience bliss and happiness and contentment and harmony when we're in nature and why so many people go to nature to retreat and for vacation. And the reason we do this is because when we're in a busy urban area or environment, we are just so much more disconnected from our natural state and natural vibration. When we can literally connect our skin and energetic field directly with earth, soil, grass, sand, or even an outdoor water source like an ocean, a river, or a lake, 
the reason we feel so good in part, there's a lot of different reasons within each of those environments, is because the magnetic field of the earth connects with our own human energy field and it aligns us more naturally to the frequency of the earth and that creates more harmony and flow in our body. I mean, we are a part of the earth. And I think what's interesting is we used to, you know, our earliest and in indigenous people, some of them still do and used to wear on their feet more things that were porous that would let the magnetic field of the energetics of the earth in leather is a perfect example. So mukluks and moccasins made from leather still conduct this energy. But when we have so much synthetic material in our shoes, specifically rubber, because it's not a conductor, we literally block ourselves off from the flow of the connection with the earth. So even getting back to things made of more natural materials that breathe, such as leather or suede, can be really powerful. You know, there are scientific studies that show that the human brain will reach its ultimate potential for health and wellness when it resonates with the Earth's 7.83 hertz frequency. Just a side note here for any of you science nerds, the uh, frequency of the Earth, because of the energy that that is being emitted from a lot of our electronics, the hertz in some areas is greater and has been tending to rise, which is troublesome for our Earth and also for ourselves. But in general, the Earth's frequency is at 7.83 hertz. And when we stay in sync with this natural frequency, it will affect our physical and mental health, as well as our performance and promote our overall well-being. So it's no wonder that we want to be in nature. But so many of us will be in nature and still not touch nature and connect with it on our skin. And so this electrical energy consumption has increased due to our industrialization and technological development at such a rapid pace. But as a result, the environment and therefore us and our bodies have been subjected to way more electromagnetic pollution. And because it's invisible and its effects don't necessarily occur immediately, electromagnetic pollution has not been considered particularly important compared to other types of environmental pollution that we can see and measure. But studies are showing that the frequencies that are emitted from electrical and mechanical appliances in our homes and workplaces, like our heating systems, our air conditioning, our cell phone towers, our power lines, they all interfere with the body's ability to stay in sync with the Earth's natural frequency and vibration. And it can really negatively affect our body, our immune system, our energy levels, and our sleep quality. And it could be one of the reasons why that so many people are also really stressed and anxious. And here's the thing. I know that a lot of us are busy and we live in climates where we're in the cold winter for six months. So here's the deal. If you can get outside, please do that. But if you cannot get outside and touch the earth with your feet or your hands, or if you not are not interested in gardening or, you know, having some plants in your house and touching the soil, you have a couple other options. One option is you can purchase grounding mats 
for inside your home that will provide a similar grounding effect that the earth does. Although I don't think personally, I don't think anything is really a substitute for the real deal of mother nature, but it is a nice way to supplement, especially in the winter months. Secondly, you can do guided visualizations where you are connecting with the earth and its elements or the sun. And when imagining you are laying on a beach, for example, and you're really feeling, you're not just imagining with your mind, you're feeling the sensations in your body as if you were lying on the sand, hearing the ocean, maybe feeling the ocean touch your feet, whatever it is that you're imagining, your body it will trick you into thinking that it's there in real time. And if you're doing meditations where you're resourcing yourself with the sun's energy, that can be really powerful as well. So using a grounding mat or the power of your imagination to visualize yourself connecting with the earth's elements, whether that be a waterfall or a forest or the sand, whatever it is to you that you feel like you need connection with, that can be really a a powerful substitute. Okay, so that's number one is connecting with the earth and with nature. Number two, I know there's a lot of negative programming around a lot of different topics, but I think what is coming to light that I have been shown for 2024 is around money and sexuality. I know so many people that are really working on their money stories right now in their abundance because I think people are waking up and realizing that it doesn't have to look the way that it's always looked and we don't have to believe the old outdated stories. And I know so many people and I have so many clients that are really re-exploring their sexuality as their spirituality and not making it something that's demonized, but making it something that's also a healing modality. So what we want to do is we want to be able to alchemize the root of our shame or our fear that we carry around in our bodies, particularly in our hips and pelvic region, that we carry subconsciously in our bodies about sexuality and money. So we typically hold shame in our root chakra, but in particular, our second chakra, which is just below our navel, and it's where your reproductive and sex organs reside. It's also energetically where we create. It's the seat of our creativity. It's where we actually draw in abundance. It's where it's the seat of like our money, both of our abundance and our money issues. And so with the second chakra, with our hips, what we want to do is focus on moving the frequencies of demonization of both money and sexuality. And we want to move it more into purity and more into light. And we can do that in a variety of different ways. We can do it mentally with our imagination. We can do it with our awareness. We can be in our bodies. There's a a lot of different modalities that I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, But just in general, in 2024, more of us are going to start seeing money as more of a pure vibration from source rather than the root of all evil. We can start changing the energy and frequency that is embedded into our current model by infusing it with light and love. And we can work on addressing our own 
subconscious programming or limiting beliefs around sexuality, money, and abundance. So we're going to want to start inducing more stories of abundance. And we can do this by finding people in groups or examples in the world of people that we admire that are doing good things in the world that are also already showing us the way of abundance. It's happening in full effect and we need to show our brains and our bodies more of these stories so we can intentionally seek out these people, these programs, this community. We can also start noticing when we are thinking old thoughts and starting to run old programs and beliefs And we can start releasing these loops or cycles that we get caught in with our old beliefs. And then therefore, we get caught in the corresponding feelings of either shame or fear or powerlessness or frustration, whatever it is around money and sexuality. And so everyone's journey is individual. But in general, the journey for all of us is to acknowledge and remember that The power is inside of us, not outside of us, and that we always have a choice, even if it doesn't feel like it. And every time that we are able to choose something new or different, even if it's slight, and even just having an awareness, it's so powerful because then we can literally choose a new timeline that happens in our existence And reality in this 3D world will shift and it's going to be shifting more into the 5D if we can do some of these things. And, you know, to me, it almost feels really similar. You know, that movie, The Matrix, y'all, that movie, it's a little bit violent, but honestly, it's, it's a super spiritual movie. It's really interesting. Same with like The Truman Show. If you've ever seen The Truman Show, it reminds me of this. But my question for you is, Just like in the matrix, which pill will you take in 2024? Are you going to take the pill of looking at your stuff, acknowledging it and surrendering to it and then start intentionally shifting some of your beliefs? Or are you going to take the pill of staying stuck in the same patterns, stuck with feeling like a victim or powerless and stuck in the same thought loops, habits, and beliefs that aren't serving you anymore. And guess what? I'm talking to myself here too, because the truth is we always have something that we can look at and change. And I think for me, keeping a journal just to try to bring awareness to what these patterns are so that I can see them is really helpful. And maybe that's helpful for you too, just to see Where are you looping and where are you regurgitating the same story and where are you stuck in frustration and when, where are you ready to change a habit? I mean, whether that be with money or sexuality, or maybe it's with your health or with relationships, it doesn't have to be just money or sexuality, although I think that is going to be a focus. It's just whatever is showing up for you that needs your attention And there's going to be scenarios that come up that are there for you to learn. So try to keep that higher eagle eye perspective. When something hard is happening, ask yourself, what is life trying to show me rather than feeling like a victim to it? And I think that that will help. You know, there's and also there's so many healing modalities that will serve you here 
in order to move and alchemize this energy. And some of them could include like sound healing. Somatic practices, I think, are going to be really big. They're gaining momentum and because they're so powerful, you know, maybe that's hit workouts for you. And maybe that's yoga or breath work. I know breath work for me has been incredible for uh, releasing some trauma and patterns without me even really having to think about it. And meditation. And I think in particular, most types of dance will really move the energy in the body and the hips, especially like ecstatic dance or belly dance, any kind of dance, really. Uh, Tantra and Tantra yoga. There's so many things that you can do, but the main thing is, is that there's no one right modality. It's more about that you're doing the one thing or the couple of things that resonate with you and that get your body moving and your energy moving and feel aligned for you. Maybe that's a walk and that's cool. Maybe you listen to a podcast or inspirational things while you walk, but just commit to that. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe you're able to really be with your energy and move the energy through meditation. Maybe you're a person that doesn't like to sit still and maybe you need to hit it hard in the gym or in yoga. Whatever that is, it should bring you closer to the source within you and feel aligned because the more that you can allow and align to your source, to your higher self, to God, the more that this fifth dimensional energy will be able to flow through you and then guide you. Because where we're headed is that we all are our own guides. Yes, people can show us the way initially, but all of the learning right now is so that we can learn to trust ourselves again and rely on our inner knowing rather than having everyone from the outside tell us what to do. And right now, ironically, I I am suggesting to you three things that you could do, but you can also take the things that I'm saying with a grain of salt and you can leave what doesn't resonate. You know, I'm a big fan of, you know, suggesting what I see or what works for me. But the caveat is always, if it doesn't work for you, leave it. You need to have your own guide, your own inner knowing, whatever that is for you, however that shows up as your primary guide. And to me, that also coordinates and correlates with being connected with God and source as as one. You know, my source is running through me and giving me guidance. And I am in tune with that. Okay, so number two is addressing the root shame and patterns we have about a lot of different things, in particular money and sexuality, which that center is in your hips. So being aware of our patterns, feeling into our feelings, using modalities that work for you to move the energy and move your body and energy to allow this energy to align with you. The, the energy that is stagnant, the energy, the lower frequency energy to release and the higher 5D energy to integrate. Number three, and finally, we have been heading this way for a while, but especially what I'm seeing for 2024 is that we are in a time more so than ever before 
where we're connecting back to unity consciousness. What I mean by this is this is a time more than ever of either seeking community or creating your own community. And it's a time of collaboration with others who you're aligned with. And this could be in all realms of existence. It doesn't have to just be in business. It's a time where we anchor in and remember that even though we're on this 3D earth plane and it's filled with tons of duality and polarity, and it does appear like we're separate beings and separate bodies and separate houses with separate jobs, that the truth is and the ultimate truth is that we were we are really still all one collective energetic field. We are one global community. We are one shared consciousness. We're one shared planet of humanity. We are one source of love connected to the ultimate source. We are in this time right now to collaborate and connect. And it doesn't mean that we can't have healthy competition because I think that that's fun. But the kind of competition we're not doing is where we're doing profits over people. We're not doing the kind of competition where we kill people. We're, the competition that we do participate in should make us better. But it's more of a time just like nature cooperates, right? Nature also competes. But we are in a time of needing to see that we are one community and that cooperation is so much more powerful. We can do so much more together when our intentions align for a purpose than we can ever do alone. And so this is the year of embracing where do I want to seek community? What thing do I maybe want to get done that I can't understand how to do myself, but maybe the other people in this community who are aligned with this particular vision or piece of the the puzzle of, you know, moving humanity forward, maybe there's going to be someone in that piece of the puzzle or multiple people that are going to actually be the missing piece to move the project forward or move the idea forward or the business forward, whatever it is. I mean, I think that you know, intentional communities have been happening for a long time. And it stems from the times when we were living more in villages and tribes and we're more reliant on each other. And then we kind of, at least in this modern society, moved away from that and we moved towards this rugged individualism. But I think we're coming back now to, yes, we can be autonomous, but how can we work together in more arenas, whatever that is? So just to summarize, what I think 2024 is asking of us is number one, we connect to nature and the earth as a resource because we experience more harmony and bliss in our physical bodies and in our energetic field when we are in sync with nature. And because most of us live in urban areas, there's a lot of electromagnetic pollution and it disrupts our well-being. So get to nature, get yourself a grounding mat And at the very least, imagine yourself with guided visualizations connecting to the earth and its elements. Number two, 
There's a lot of negative programming that we are working through as individuals and as a collective around money and abundance and sexuality. And the sexuality piece, it's a whole other episode. I'm not going to get into it. But the masculine and feminine of our world is trying to come back into balance. We want to be able to alchemize the root of our shame and our fear and other lower vibrational emotions that we carry around in our bodies about these topics. So we can become aware. We can journal. We can start stopping ourselves if we see ourselves or feel ourselves start to loop. Or if we've reached our upper limit and we realize that we're self-sabotaging, we can change at any moment and we can choose literally which path that we're taking and every moment is a new moment and there's many healing modalities that will serve you to move and alchemize this energy and it's just a matter of which one works for you. And number three, we are in a time where we are meant to collaborate. We're supposed to remember that we're all one community, one humanity, one species and we're supposed to connect back, I feel, to our unity consciousness It's a time for community and collaboration, not for necessarily doing it all alone. Yes, we want to be resourceful. Yes, we can be autonomous. Yes, we can still have our independence, but it is a time for more interdependence rather than rugged independence or codependence. It's we're interdependent on each other. And the more that we realize that, the more that we can do in this world, in this life. I hope that something here resonated with you during this episode. And I know that this podcast was a little different than usual, but I'm really starting to dig into my intuitive abilities and share those a little bit more with you here. So take what resonates and leave the rest. And I hope that your new year is off to a good start. The power is within you. There's always a new choice point. There's a new moment, a new day. Don't ever believe that it's too late. I don't care how old you are, how much you weigh, how little money you have, whatever your excuse is, whatever you feel like your limitation is, is probably your superpower. Please know that there's always a moment that you can start again, that you can choose joy, and that you can look at your own shit and let it go. And I'm doing the same thing, y'all. I wouldn't be here talking about this with you, probably, if I had it all figured out. I hope you're wonderful. I love you. And looking forward to being with you again next week. And hey, I also want to invite you to join me for my six-month coaching program. I'll work with just you one-on-one, and I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. I promise your life will be different. Go to www.rebelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside.